So, do you, you do you realize that we're two weeks away from show number five hundred? Are we really? Yep. That's it. <laughs> <sighs> it feels like forever. No. Dance, monkey, dance. Welcome to this week's episode of Dance Monkey Dance. I'm Chris. I'm John. How you doing, John? Oh, I'm doing well. It's a rainy day down here in the south. I heard that you had some like severe weather yesterday. We did? Uh, well, that's what I was told. Oh, I didn't see any of it. Oh. Might have slept through it. I, yeah, probably. Because it was, it was close to where you live. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. Oh, well. Yep. At the in-laws house, apparently it... It was quite windy and rainy and thundery. Oh. Well, I guess if I can sleep through the SWAT team, <laughs> I can sleep through a storm. What SWAT team? <laughs> that was a while ago. Oh, okay. The, the domestic violence around the corner where the, the SWAT team came into the neighborhood <laughs> and told everybody to leave. <laughs> and you slept through it? And I slept right through the damn thing. Nice. Slept right through it. Nice. Yep. Yeah. Thank God it wasn't like a nuclear attack or something. Well, I mean, it wouldn't matter if it was a nuclear attack, right? That's true. You don't think it could outrun it? No. No? No. Because where would the target be? Disney? No. You're done. You're you're way too close (laughs) to the theme parks to to hope to survive that fallout. Oh, well, thanks for that joyful note. Well, you know. If you're going to take out large population centers... I would yeah. think that Disney would be a prime target. Oh, I'm sure it would. I mean, it's definitely a major terrorist target. Yep. So, sure, why not? <laughs> Kim Jong-il wants to see Mickey Mouse, and they say no, so he nukes us. There you go. Although he, he'd probably go after the East, the West Coast first. Oh, he's closer, yeah. Yeah, it's closer. Well, that's good. Yeah. Yep. Are you upset about Prince Philip dying? No. No? No. He was, what, 99? 99. He said he didn't want to live to be 100, and well, he died two months short. So I'm it, that, wondering if it was planned. His death? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, like, look, I don't want to live to be 100. Smother me with a pillow. Oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> Megan did it. You know, he calls up Charles and says, hey, look, I need you to do me one last favor. Come on, Junior. Come over here and smother me with a pillow. You good for something? I don't I don't want that birthday card from your mother. Because <laughs> isn't it like once you turn 100 in, in Great Britain, you get like a birthday card from the queen? Yeah, right. <laughs> so, you know, look, I live with her. I don't need another fucking birthday card. Just come here and kill me. Hmm. What about DMX? You upset about DMX? No. <laughs> None what's not at all. 
Couldn't tell you one song he ever did. Nothing. You know, you know, I guarantee you if you heard a song from him, you would know it. You know the song X going to give it to you? No. <laughs> yeah, you do. You've, you've, it's been in a bunch of movies. I guarantee you if you heard it, you'd be like, oh, okay. What has he got? Eight albums, five compilations, 46 singles, 24 videos. Gotta say, cannot identify one of them. No. <laughs> nope. Did you see Deadpool? The first one? Sort of. Sort of? <laughs> sort of. Okay. Why? That, well, it's used in that movie. Oh, okay. There's a scene towards the end where they get out of the taxi cab, and it's it's Deadpool, um, Colossus, and Negasonic Teenage Warhead, and they're mm. walking down the thing, and it's playing in, like over the the slow mo. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay, never mind. Yeah, no, no. What these bitches want? <laughs> Stop being greedy. Get at me, dog. We right here. X gonna give it to you. That's the one. Oh, that's it. Yeah. Okay. Click on that. Play that. Go ahead. Uh, it's Wikipedia. Oh, it doesn't have mind. music. <laughs> I don't dance. Uh oh. <laughs> I didn't say he was prolific. I just said that he died. Go for that. That's who we be. Don't gotta go home. What's really good, homeboys? <laughs> yeah. It, this is right up my alley. I mean, it sounds just like music you would listen to. Yeah, scream double R. Forget about it. <laughs> Cats don't know. Not your thing. Some X shit. It's murder. <laughs> <laughs> Everyday shit you think I'm playing. <laughs> yeah, no. Oh. None of these ring a bell. So I shouldn't buy the box set for your birthday? I could use a doorstop. <laughs> You'd have to at least listen through the entire thing at least once. I would not. Oh, come on. I would not. Don't tell me what to do. <laughs> Fine. Don't know. He, I, he had his audience. I'm sure he was talented in his right. Had no effect on my life. <laughs> None whatsoever. <laughs> okay. Amy Grant has more effect on my life. Oh. <laughs> if you say so. So, yeah. Well, I'm sure he'll be missed in his own way. I'm sure he will. <laughs> Rest his soul. <laughs> him going, waiting in line to get through the pearly gates with Prince Philip behind him. Yeah, something tells me DMX would be let in first. You know, you think you think that'd be an interesting conversation in line? Um, I was Prince of England. Uh, no, no, All right. no. Mm -mm. Fine, be that way. Nope. Did you did you uh, watch any of the uh, what did they call it? Uh, first Contact Day stuff for Star Trek. No, no, they no. Had, they had a big day long. I guess the new thing instead of holding conventions is going to be this online thing where 
people sit at home and talk on Zoom. Yeah, Hasbro just did that on Friday. And they did a they did a bunch of reveals. They did a um they showed new trailers for the next season of Star Trek Discovery and they revealed a big plot point for Picard season 2. Okay. Did, did you see Picard season 1? I know you said you yes. were g- going to watch it. I did. They're bringing back Q. I saw that. Yep. Q is going to be, I don't know if he's going to be the big bad guy of the season, but he's definitely going to be part of the cast. How they, how they explain a omniscient, unaging being aging will be interesting (laughs) because um, trying to think of his name, John Delancey. Um, yes. has aged along with everybody else in that 30 years. And, right. you know, when they, when they announced it, they, he was rocking a mustache and stuff. So I don't know like how deep in the filming they are, or if they've even started, I think they've started. So it'll be, it'll be interesting to see Q back. Yeah. Being that he only shows up for Jean-Luc Picard. <laughs> well, and, and like one episode of, Deep Space Nine, and he did a couple of episodes of Voyager, but that was it. That'll be interesting. We'll see. I'm I'm kind of torn only because I would like them to do something new. But aren't they doing lots of new stuff? <sighs> but like season one was the Borg again. Yeah. And had the fallout from you know, the Romulans fucking around with board technology. And now we're going back to Q and it's just like, can't you put Picard in a new situation? Maybe. I don't know. Well, maybe they will, but they're bringing in Q. I think Picard has to meet Luke Skywalker. (laughs) That's a new franchise I'd watch, but that was a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. It was an Uber Eats commercial last summer. Well, there you go. <laughs> and Picard is Picard takes place in the future. In the future. But in an alternate universe. <laughs> is that the same alternate universe where um um Indiana Jones discovers Han Solo in, in case in Carbonite? Yes. In <clears throat> in the uh the rainforest. Yeah, there you go. I guess they're still going ahead with Indiana Jones 5 because they just announced a new cast member for that, too. Yeah, Phoebe Waller-Bridge. Yeah. That's interesting. I understand that you don't want to leave fans with um, Kingdom of the Crystal Skull as the last entry. That, sure. That you want to give them something, a high to go out on. But like at this point, they're going to be pushing Indiana Jones in a wheelchair. <laughs> He's going to whip to the back of a car and the car is going to be pulling him with the wheelchair and like, it's just going to be, might be time to let it go. Move on. And going back to something that we were talking about, not last week, I think the week before, but I, I, um, in order to watch The Walking Dead, um, I subscribe to AMC Plus 
because it was the cheapest alternative. Plus. Oh, plus. Plus. Okay. <clears throat> so, um, plus. they have a bunch of movies on there, and I watched Young Guns two yesterday. Uh huh. Because I hadn't seen it in a while. Uh huh. There's no way they can make a sequel. <laughs> I know they're. Th- I know they're talking about Young Guns three, but it can't happen. It's the new generation. Because they were all players. They have to have illegitimate kids all over the Southwest. So, Well, I mean, I guess, but I mean, it can't pick up after Young Guns 2. I don't know. It's it would be a weird thing for them to do. But yeah, anything for a cash grab, I guess. There you have it. (laughs) If people will pay for it. We're going to make it. I just don't know how many people would want a Young Guns 3. Mm, the same people who want Goonies 2? Mm. <laughs> no. No? No, you can't do that either. Why? Because you're... One, it's too late. Two, I don't want to see... I don't want to see an adventure where it's the kids of the Goonies get in trouble and the Goonies have to go find them. Like, leave it alone. They're old. Just, you know. That sounds great. Mm. I would watch that. No. Pirate ship washes up on shore. (laughs) Sean Astin never lost the the Hobbit weight, so it would just look weird. (laughs) Yeah, well, and Corey Feldman's too busy trying to sell his documentary to somebody. That's right. To anybody. Um, Sean Astin can, can blame, um, oh, what's his name? God, the, the dude that directed all Lord of the Rings films, Peter Jackson. He can, he can put that on Peter Jackson that he never lost that weight. Why? Because Peter Jackson made him get fat. He, he said, no, Sam's got to he be was what, He's one of those actors who yo-yos. Who's Sean Astin? Yes. I've, he's, he's been fat since Lord of the Rings, hasn't he? When was uh, Fifty First Dates? That must have been before that. Oh Jesus, I don't know. Oh, I mean, Sean Astin's only fifty, and he looks like he's like late to almost sixty. Oh, that was the stress of working on Stranger Things. <laughs> he's definitely not the Rudy size anymore. And well, actually, Fifty First Dates was after Lord of the Rings. Oh, was it? Yeah. Lord of the Rings was two thousand one, and Fifty Isn't First he Dates 50, was two thousand four. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> Interesting. Maybe he just got fat. Maybe he was just like, fuck it, who cares? Uh, you know, he could have. He's like, look, I'm worth a lot of money. Just leave me alone. I was a goonie. I can be fat now. I never realized his mother was Patty Duke. Yes, but he was never sure who his father was. So is he adopted by John Aston? 
Well, he was always told it was John Aston. Oh. But um, I I believe that's not the case. Oh. Okay. Well, that would be weird. His father's name was Michael Tell. Oh. I had always just assumed that, like, John was always his father. Uh, well, because of the name. Well, yeah. So, yeah. like, Patty Duke was just Wait a like, minute. No. Okay. I saw Aston seven years ago doing a marathon down here at Disney. Yeah. And he did not have on the, 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 the uh, Lord of the Rings weight. Okay, maybe. He was also wearing a tiara, but. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I mean, maybe maybe he's lost some weight, but like the, I I remember seeing him a bunch of times where, like he was, a a chunk. He he, you know, he could have played chunk in the in the revival. <laughs> well, that would be ironic because isn't like Chunk like the most he's, fit guy ever he's now? Super thin, yeah. He's a yeah. he's an entertainment lawyer. Yeah. I That's think crazy. that see, I think now that would make a funny short. Mm-hmm. You know, there there Mikey has to go to Chunk's house to do something and Chunk makes him do the truffle shuffle. <laughs> yes. You made me do it as a kid, now you do it. Uh, and he just Sean reaches Aston, over and opens the door. Sean Aston's real name is Sean Patrick Duke. Oh, there you go. Oh, and actually, they originally announced that Desi Arnaz Jr. was his father. Oh, whoops. So apparently Patty Duke was a whore. Apparently. Apparently she was like all over the place. Wow. Maybe, Maybe like Patty Duke was like... You know, one of those like, hey, you're coming into Hollywood here, going a you date know, with her. <laughs> I don't know. A lot of the, the wholesome TV actresses were really freaky deaky. <laughs> I mean, look up, look up Shirley Jones and her husband, Marty Engel. Okay. They did some weird stuff. Swinger parties, parties, and wife swapping. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. My, oh my. <laughs> well, but I mean, you look at a lot of the a lot of the actors of that time, like the um, what's his name, Robert Crane. The guy from um, yes, Bob Bob Crane Bob from Crane. Hogan's Heroes. He was he was like a sex addict and was like taking pictures of people and getting into sex parties and shit like that. And he married Helga. Did he really? Yes. Oh. I mean, Helga was hot, so good for him. Yeah, I, I know, right? Shirley Jones is still alive. I think so. Oh wow, eighty-seven. Wow. Good for her. I 
All right. Well, I will tell you that being that I am, I am not down with like the whole seventies pop culture shit. I had no idea that she was the mother of Sean Cassidy. You didn't know that? No. Nope. Yes. Sean Cassidy and David Cassidy are half brothers. Okay. No, that just kind of blew my mind when I was looking that up. Yeah. <laughs> what do I know? <laughs> he produced Emerald City. Okay. Oh, okay. Well, good for him. Yeah. Did you watch uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier? Holy crap. <laughs> it uh, just keeps getting better. They they are not shying away from making sure that you are aware that this is not Steve Rogers as Captain oh. America. Obviously this time. Um, you know, I like... I like the approach that they're taking um, with rounding out the characters and showing different sides mm -hmm. of them. I like the fact that Sam tried to talk to the chick before like it came to, to fighting. Right. That he was like, look, I, I talk to people with PTSD all the time. That's how we were introduced to the character. Like, they're going back to the roots of who he actually is. And he's trying to use that. It's not just fly in there and punch people. Mm -hmm. Um, and seeing the difference between him and the person that Steve Rogers thought should be captain America and the guy that the government thought should be captain America. Right. And how they're at odds. And you have that whole interchange with, um, with Zemo where he asked Sam like, well, you, would you take the super serum, the super soldier serum? And he was like, no. And he was like, wow, no hesitation. And like, you can just see like the person that Sam is and how he really should be Captain America, as opposed right. to the guy that's hiding the super, the, the serum in his pocket. And then obviously taking it because there's no way that he twisted the, the bar around that dude's hand. Right. Um, and, you know, you have the symbolism of there's that whole story at the the gravesite of the guy who's like, look, I was a Captain America fan and um, my grandfather fought Nazis alongside him and blah, blah, blah. And then he's the guy that gets killed by the shield at the end is just it's I know it's it's just like, wow, OK, they're really just going to go for it and just not hold back at all. Mm hmm. Yeah, it was pretty amazing. And the, the Dora Milaje. Yeah. They they were pretty cool. Yeah, and it, it they finally got to show, I mean, they fought in Black Panther, but it was more of like a, a free-for-all than like close quarter combat with mm -hmm. a bunch of people who, you know, one's, one's a super soldier, one wants to be a super soldier, one is just a guy in a falcon suit. And while they're all holding their own... Um, you know, they're just toying with them. They're just like, you know, we can do whatever the hell we want here. Mm -hmm. And, you know, the, the one 
fires their spear into the table and through the straps of the shield <laughs> so that Captain America can't get his shield out. Like, yeah, you're not going to fuck with them. Right. So it was it was pretty cool to see them in action. It was cool to see them be able to quite literally disarm Bucky. Mm-hmm. Like, they know all the secrets of all the technology. So, like, he's got a vibranium arm. All right, well, we can take care of that. But I do think the MVP for this series is going to be Zemo. I don't I'm not warming up to Zemo at all. You don't think that, that Daniel Brule, though, is playing him in a way that, like, is going to make him memorable? Oh, he's memorable. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't know. I'm just not vibing on him. No? Nope. You didn't like him dancing in the club? Yeah. They released an hour-long, like, looped cut of I him know. dancing. Yes, I know. I saw it. <laughs> did, you, did you watch the whole hour? Yes, Did and then you? I made okay. my own TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what's your TikTok handle? Because I want to watch. Uh, you'll have to guess. Oh, man. <laughs> Fine. Who do you think the power broker is? I, You know, um, I don't know yet. I thought it was leaning towards Carter. Yeah. But now I'm really not sure. So here's my theory, and we'll see if this pans out, because apparently it's supposed to come out next week, like okay. like who the power broker is. My theory is it's Ross from... Um, Friends? Yes, from Friends, with the monkey. Ross from Friends and the monkey? Yeah. and <laughs> it's Okay, that would be hilarious. <laughs> if, if um, what's his name? Uh, David... Schwimmer? Schwimmer. Like comes out with a monkey on his shoulder and wearing an eye patch. Uh, yes, that'd be hilarious. <laughs> so, oh my god! So I think it's I think it's Thunderbolt Ross from um, Incredible Hulk, and then he shows up again a couple other times, and and I guess it's Civil War he shows up in with the so with the Sokovia Accords. Right? Is is he in the he's in the movie? Yeah, he because they're saying it's somebody we haven't seen before in on in the MCU. Hmm, okay, and it's played by a very well known and awarded actor. Well, here's why I still think it's it's Ross because okay. um he he had a version of the super soldier serum in Incredible Hulk. Okay, and he's always been trying to perfect it. And I feel like all of the MCU stuff got totally screwed up with um, COVID when they had to push everything around. Right. And he is, Ross is supposed to show up in black widow. Okay. Um, And if the timeline had stayed the way the release schedule was supposed to be, black widow would have come out in May and you would have seen him in that. And then Falcon and Winter Soldier was supposed to come out in like October. So he, like, I feel like there might be hints of him being the power broker in Black Widow. And then you get confirmation the next time you see him in Falcon and Winter Soldier. Oh, OK. So I think of, that would be a way to tie it all together. Um, 
and I know that they're saying like, hey, it's it's you know, there's this huge cameo that's coming and whatever. But I don't know whether that they would do that for somebody. I don't know if they'd introduce a character like that that you hadn't met yet. And there's only like one episode to go after you meet him. Mm, okay. People are familiar with Ross. They know he doesn't like the Avengers that he's always been trying to do his own super soldier stuff in the side. And that's how you get abomination and all the shit that happens in incredible Hulk. So I'm wondering whether or not he's the, the player in the background. I, I don't think it's Carter. It's, it's not Sharon Carter. No, no. Cause I don't think they would do that to her character. Okay. Interesting. Well, we only have what two episodes left. Yeah. I mean, that's the shitty thing is it's only six episodes. Mm hmm. And, uh, we're already almost all the way through it. Yeah. But man, they're, they're keeping the momentum. They're keeping the quality of the show. It's, it's pretty, pretty incredible. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's proof that if you have a, a single vision for, what's supposed to be going on and you have a guy that's in charge. that's making sure that that vision is seen. Then you, there's, there's nothing that they can put out. That's going to be bad. Right. I mean, even if you watch the, the, did you watch the new Loki trailer that came out? Yes. I mean, that looks incredible too. And Mm -hmm. you know, there's all these offshoots of these stories of like, you know, we're going to do this thing over here that doesn't touch any of the other MCU stuff. Right. But we're going to be able to go to um, like there's a shot of him in Asgard and like there's apparently a female Loki and there's a, there's like President Loki and all these like variants. And I don't know. I just think that. That the writers can take all these things and do all these really cool stories. And like make really good television because mm-hmm. there are no, there are no like filler episodes. No, there's no room for it. No. So I'm, I'm kind of excited to see how this is all going to play out, but it does suck that it's only six and it doesn't seem yeah. like they're going to do another one. No, I'm, I, I don't know. I mean, I'm kind of torn because, you know, what if they do another one and it sucks? Well, I think, I think, um, the way that it, it they're going to have to shake it out is that like some of the bigger shows are going to shut, um, set up events with it for the movies mm-hmm. and they're going to use it to, um, fill in a lot of the backstory going into the, to the stories. But like, like Loki has already been greenlit for a second season. Mm -hmm. And the reason they can do that is because his character is dead in the MCU. And now you have this variant that's running around and they can do entire stories with him and not have to link it into the, the larger universe. So I think that, for those types of stories, they'll do second seasons, but I don't think you're going to get a Falcon and Winter Soldier too. Okay. But, you know. Uh, 
Maybe they'll do several episodes of or several seasons of Moon Knight. Mm, possible. You know, after um, oh, what's his name, Oscar Isaac, pretty much said that he wouldn't do anything on Disney Plus unless he needed to to you know buy another house. Buy another house, and so what's he doing? Yeah. He's doing a series on Disney Plus. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Sure. Whatever. Yeah, sometimes people should learn just not to speak up. <laughs> yeah. Keep your opinions to yourself. Yep. Stay off social media. Doesn't need you. That's right. That's right. So what yeah. else have you been watching? Anything good? Well, Adam. After after this episode of Winter Soldier, I needed a palate cleanser, so I watched Mighty Ducks. Oh, there you go. <laughs> and um, yeah, totally different than obviously. Is it getting any better? It, it's cute. <laughs> That's all I can say. It's cute. Okay. You know, it's it's not must see TV. It's nostalgic. It's funny. The kids, I mean, the kids are the best part of it. Yeah. You know, as opposed to the, the mother from Gilmore Gil, Gilmore Girls and <laughs> uh, Fat Emilio Estevez. <laughs> oh, but yeah, you. it's, yeah, whatever. It's lovely. <laughs> And then I took you up on a recommendation and I started watching Invincible. Oh, yeah. What'd you think? Wow. (laughs) I did not know what to expect and I was blown away. You're like, wow, this is a cute little animated show. And then you get to the end end of the first episode and you're like, holy fuck. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. How far are you into the... Uh, almost, uh, uh, almost through episode three. Okay. Cause the, the last episode is pretty mind blowing too. Is it? Yeah, okay. The, the one that they released this week. Okay. Yeah. It's a, it's a very adult, no holds barred, like look at superheroes. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, it's, a, uh, it's kind of fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean it's from the guy who who created the walking dead oh yeah and i mean based on his choice of of voice actors yeah oh yeah you know it's like did you go around bugging them in their trailers in between scenes because <laughs> <laughs> it's like everybody except for andrew lincoln <laughs> well it's it it's a real who's who of like hollywood talent too like it's if you look at that that cast list, mm-hmm. um, you know Stephen Young. You know, you can see that that um, his relationship with Robert Kirkman probably led to him being cast in this. But like mm-hmm. J.K. Simmons and Zazie Beetz and um, Walton Goggins. Yep. Um, Mark Hamill is the Jewish tailor. Mark Mark Hamill, Zachary Quinto. Um, Clancy Brown, um, 
oh, who's that guy? Um, Jason Man Manzukas. I think that's how you pronounce his name. He's been in a bunch of shit. He plays Rexplode. Mm-hmm. Like John Hamm's in it. Like Michael Dorn is in it. Like there's a whole bunch of people that you're like, holy shit. Yeah. That it's, it's pretty amazing. I'm I'm assuming they went and said, "Hey, we're doing an animated superhero show, and this is the ending of, of episode one." And you're like, "Holy shit!" <laughs> so yeah, it's uh, it's really, really well done. Yeah. Yeah, I had I did not know what to expect, um, but it was pretty amazing. And I mean, the, the end of season one, it's like, I mean, episode one, it's like, yep. what the hell? Well, and that's why I told you like, like, because as you watch it, you're like, oh, this is the story of, of a kid who's getting his superpowers in a world where people have superpowers. Okay, fine. And that's why I, I told you, you have to watch until the end of the, the credits. Mm-hmm. Because if you were to just turn it off as soon as the names came up, you'd be like, okay, it was cute, but whatever. But you have to watch that last scene in order to really see where it's going and, and what it is. Right. And then you're like, holy shit. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's pretty amazing. Yeah. It's a little weird listening to Steven Yeun's voice as the, the main character only because like if you watch The Walking Dead, like the last thing you saw of him was getting his brain beat in. Uh, yes. Yes. So with his eyeball hanging out. Yeah, so it's it's a little strange, but you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> but so far so good. Really yeah. well done. Yep. Yes. Are you still watching Walking Dead? I am. I watched I watched the um the six episodes that they tacked on to the season. And it wasn't worth my time. It really wasn't. It was You didn't like the big Negan backstory episode that didn't need to be told? No, and that's why. I I I just don't see a need for for shit like that to be told. He's the bad guy. He's not he's not a character that needs that you need to feel sorry for in any way. Right. It it's just one of those things. It's like I don't care about his backstory. And now they're like, oh, they're gonna do a spin-off based on that. And it's like, why? <laughs> why? Who cares? Like what right. the only interesting part of the entire flashback was there was a savior chick that worked with him that had a big tattoo on her neck and you find out where those two meet. And that's, right. that's the only thing that's like kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. I just, I, I don't feel sorry for him. I don't, you know, he was kind of a scumbag dude before the apocalypse and he's a scumbag dude right. after. And like, yeah, <laughs> I don't, I don't need to see it. So I don't know. The, I'm, I'm so looking you're not, forward to you're not going to wait. Okay. Once that season's done and it's like 23 fucking episodes, 
Uh-huh. It'll be over with and I'm not going to watch any of the sequels or the the spin-offs. I may watch the Rick Grimes movie out of morbid curiosity, but mm-hmm. I don't care about anything else. Right. And I think that I think the Rick Grimes stuff is too little too late. I mean, by the time they get to it, it's like, who's going to remember? Yeah. They're going to have to spend 15 minutes in the beginning, like, as a previously on thing. You know, it's going to start with him waking up and finding Carl and then losing Coral and then, (laughs) you know, fighting Negan and then blowing up on the bridge. Right. And you're going to have to sit through all that just to be like, oh, yeah, that's what happened to him. Yeah, I mean, I I want to find out about the you know the the Republic or whatever and all the other societies, but it's like I'm just over it. it it's exhausting. Yeah, I mean, it's been it's it'll be eleven years by the time it all wraps up, and it's it's just a little too long, I think. Yeah, I mean, you know, good for um, Robert Kirkman, but you yeah. know. I mean, and my my thing has always been that I don't get about The Walking Dead, especially now, is I guess they figured out that watching watching Negan's backstory, um, it's only 2012 in Walking Dead time, I guess. Okay. And so... Um, th- the the thing that I don't understand is it's only been a couple of years since society fell. Why are they no longer walking through towns? Right. Like they're always in the woods. No matter what they're doing, they're in the woods on these dirt back roads. And it's like, I've been to Virginia. It's a very well built up place being as close as it is to like D.C. and like all these other towns, why are there no things shot in the town? And the only thing that I can think of is like towns in Georgia don't want all that shit all over their roads while they're filming. Well, I could, yeah. And they're probably not wanting to pay out, um, shops to stay closed. Right. While they're shooting. And like, um, there's one of the episodes deals with, of this last six deals with, um, Carol, and going back to Alexandria and she's walking around Alexandria and I was like, imagine living in that neighborhood. Oh yeah. And all that shit being strewn all over the place all the time mm-hmm. while they're shooting. Like that would drive me fucking crazy. They've got to be <laughs> spending a shitload of money on, on renting out these people's places in order to shoot there. Like there, there's got to be some monetary agreement of like, we'll pay your, your mortgage while we're shooting. Oh, I'm sure there is. And like those people, what if you're the, what if you're the one house that doesn't want to be part of it and you're like in the middle of town square or something and they, they, you know, they can't shoot. Yeah. And, and there have been these gigantic scenes at night with hundreds of extras dressed as zombies Mm -hmm. walking through that that neighborhood mm-hmm. I, that would drive me fucking crazy. Well, just think of the nightmares you're going to have. <laughs> well, not just that, but like there's explosions going off. There's 
people traipsing all over your property and it's just like, uh, okay, they're building the fucking windmill and you're like, come on. Right. And we're going to have to renegotiate because like, I want like, and especially now, unless they get rid of that set, like they're talking about filming. They just started filming again and they're going to film until the end of the year. Mm -hmm. So it's over like seven months of filming. Right. That would drive me crazy, man. I mean, you know, I mean, where do you park? Yeah. All that shit. Yeah. There, there's, it's gotta be a logistical nightmare for the homeowners in that fucking area. Yeah. And it's not like they can pay for, you know, putting you up in a, a hotel or something for two or three weeks. It's like, right. it's seven months. Right. Right. And, and you know, you can't have anybody over while they're shooting. Like, right. There was, there was something about like, if they were, there was, there was built in times to where they wouldn't film if like there were people coming home from work so that they could get to their houses. But like, you can't, you can't entertain, you can't have, you know, your family over. Imagine trying to sell your house. And like, well, okay, it's on the Walking Dead set. Um, and here's the giant book of rules that you have to do while they're filming. Yeah, you think HOAs are bad. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. I mean, I'm sure it's fine because you can't, you don't have to cut your lawn or whatever, but Jesus Christ. Yeah. That would be amazing. I mean, can you imagine how many scenes get ruined by somebody sneaking a peek out the window? (laughs) I'm sure that there's like, it's probably built into the, to the budget to like digitally remove people. Yeah. Let's see. I'm trying to see if, uh, if there's anything online about it. Cause I'm sure people have like, let it slip. Well, there was a, an article back in 2015. There's another one. ABC News did a, a feature on them in 2016. And then you got to deal with all the fucking fans. Yeah. That want to come in and see where everything was. One guy said the the production company called the cops on him when he tried to trim one of his trees during a scene. (laughs) (laughs) When I was on set for last week's episode and that big fight between Rick and Pete, filming was momentarily halted while a mail truck drove through to deliver catalogs Uh, and bills. Yep. (laughs) Uh, So apparently the, the... the production company paid the families $400 a month for their inconvenience. Oh, I would bullshit. need more than $400 a month yeah, you're per pay- family. You're paying, you're paying my mortgage. Yeah. You're paying my mortgage or I'm not saying yes. And I'm not, I'm not going by your fucking rules either. <laughs> wow. $400. That's fucked up. That's not nearly enough. No. Nope. Well, 
Yeah, that that'd be sucky for sure. Yeah, and like Alexandria and Woodbury were like across the street. Yeah, it's if you look at a map, um, you spin one way and it's Alexandria. You spin the other way, it's Woodbury. And there's there's another location that's right near there too, within like walking distance. Because mm-hmm. I guess a lot of times, like when they're shooting at Alexandria, um, like there's. I guess Norman Reedus has that restaurant on the Woodbury street. Yeah. So they all go walking over there for lunch. <laughs> I mean, it's, the, it's like that close. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I forget what the other thing was. Um, no, that's an actual, like, I love when people try to like, this is the actual locations. Well, no, <laughs> that's not what I want. So you have Woodbury, Alexandria. Um, I guess the terminus tracks are right there. Um, so it was like all within that uh, Sonoya, Georgia. Right. And you can take like guided tours and I know people who've done it. Have you? Yeah. I don't know. I just, I don't know whether or not, um, I would want to, um, see that stuff in real life. Right. Maybe if I like the show more. But Back in the day, maybe? Maybe, yeah. Mm. Yeah, I don't think they could pay me enough for that kind of inconvenience. <laughs> like, sorry. Unless Carol's going to bring me dinner every night. <laughs> Well, I mean, and I and I get to pet the tiger. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, sorry, there's no real tiger. There better be. Ugh. God damn it! I'm sure Melissa McBride would come over for dinner. You think? She seems kind of cool. Bring me some cookies. Yeah. Sweetened with beet juice. Sure. There used to be an interactive map on Google of all the like actual filming locations. Mm-hmm. But I can't find it anymore. Walking Dead filming locations map. That's what I clicked on there. That's not it. Uh, where's Sonoya? Here's Sonoya. So yeah, within that's got to be a couple hundred yards um, between Alexandria and Woodbury. Okay, like it's literally three three streets over across the train tracks.
Oh, poor Walking Dead. <laughs> yeah. I I just don't feel like I'm missing anything. And I don't know. I mean, I can't remember the last one I watched. It's like it might have been The Death of Jesus. Okay. That that far back. I mean, and I I feel like the only reason that I keep watching is because I am isn't like I'm I'm invested in it to the point where mm-hmm. like I'd like to see how it concludes. It's just taken too long to conclude. Yeah. Like I I if the storytelling was better, it wouldn't be as painful. But I just don't care about the characters that are left. And there's no characters that are coming in that like, I'm like, Oh, they, they might be somebody to root for. I feel like if you've survived that long in that kind of world, you're kind of a douche. And like all the good people are gone at this point. Kind of like the Republican party. Yeah. Kind of. <laughs> all you got left is Matt Gates. Is he Beavis or butthead? He's both. He's a oh. combination. Oh. And, you know, it's it's funny that um, I am that kind of invested in The Walking Dead because I spent when I when I decided what I was trying to watch last night and ended up on Young Guns. I I really thought like, OK, I'll watch something I've, I've never watched before. Okay. I'll watch something new. And then like. I I walk this line of like, I'd rather watch something that I've seen before that I know I'm going to enjoy as opposed to taking a chance on something that I may turn off in 15 minutes. Okay. Because then I feel like I wasted my time. Yeah. I can see that. Like Young Guns 2, I've seen a, a couple of times. I haven't seen it in years. Um, But I know that I liked it. So I'm like an hour and a half of that is better than taking a chance on 15 minutes. But at the okay. same time, like, I want Walking Dead to be over because I'm kind of tired of it. So right. I'm, I'm all over the place. Right. You feel committed to it, but you really want to yeah. just see it end. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yep. I don't know. I, I just don't see a whole lot coming out that makes me like want to get involved in a new show. Like it's, yeah. it's very hard for me to find new things to watch. Mm-hmm. And there's very few things that I'm still watching that I haven't given up on. Okay. I watch a lot of stuff I should have given up on. <laughs> I started watching. There's a, there's a show on Amazon um, called the great escapists. Yes. And it's got Richard Hammond from um, Top Gear and The Grand Tour and Tori Belleche from Mythbusters. Mm-hmm. And have you watched any of them? I haven't, no. Okay, so it's this... I thought it was just going to be this hypothetical, like, we got shipwrecked on an island and, and, like, they're using the environment to their advantage type thing. Kind of like Mythbusters. And, like... 
I thought it was going to be this weird mixture of, of Mythbusters and the Grand Tour. And on the Grand okay. Tour, the, the three guys spent a lot of time like um, trying to soup up their cars in stupid ways. And so I thought it was going to be like this weird mixture. But they're, they're like telling this story. There's There's like entire segments that are in this room where they're recounting what's going on on the island to these two people. And I was like... I don't know where that part of it's going because I haven't watched them all yet, but it's, it's interesting because it's, it's like part Gilligan's Island, part Castaway, part Mythbusters, part Grand Tour. So I don't know. It's not really a reality show because they're literally like the dude builds a car out of um, parts of the boat that they shipwrecked in. And then Tori builds another type of car that they can use from other stuff. And then they build a house and then like, well, we need electricity. So let's figure out how to, how to um, get the running water over to this water wheel and we'll charge up the thing. It's really weird, but it's really well done. So I don't, I don't know how interesting you would find it. But. Hmm. Okay. It's definitely a. It's entertaining. I always like Tori from MythBusters. Yeah, I've I've seen it. Okay. Just haven't really had any interest in watching it at this point. Yeah, and I don't think it's for everybody. Maybe I will. Who knows? But I mean, my my Prime Video like watch list is all shit I've seen before. Hmm. And I, I, I've noticed that on Prime, like some of the things that I have put on there that I'm like, oh, I'm going to watch this later. They dump over to like, you have to pay for it. Yeah. And so now if like on the website, you get a little tag on whether or not it's a Prime or you have to pay for it. So now every time I go back and look, I'm like, well, I really want to watch this. Oh, shit. Now I got to pay for it. Like I added the Truman show back like, and I had watched it and mm-hmm. now like it's three bucks to rent. Yeah. I like, I like when you see something that's like available through, you know, <laughs> four thirty one. It's like, well then what happens? Then you have to pay for it. <laughs> yeah. But right now they have all of the Back to the Futures in case, you know, you have an inkling to go live the nostalgia of Marty McFly. Yeah. They also have all the Star Treks. Is that a good thing? Some of them are. <laughs> okay. I mean, I wouldn't recommend three and five, but some of the other ones are okay. Mm. Two, four, and six are really good. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's like every other one was pretty good. Yes, they there was definitely a dip in quality on the inner one, like the on the odd ones for sure. Right. Apparently, um, I was reading up about Star Trek Six, which is the undiscovered country, which is the one where um, they are the the Klingon moon blows up. 
and the Enterprise has to escort the Chancellor to Earth for a meeting and shit goes awry. And it turns into like a murder mystery. And apparently after number five happened, which is where they go and find God. Uh, yes. Um, they're like Paramount was like, you can't leave people with this as the last Star Trek because that was going to be it. The, number five was supposed to be the last one. And they, they went to Nicholas Myers and they said, we need you to do six, but you have like half the budget of five to do it. And he was like, well, how the fuck am I supposed to do that? So he very smartly took all of the sets from the next generation and filmed while they were on hiatus. Okay. And redressed them and shot in different perspectives. So, like, you know what you're looking at if you watched all the next generation stuff. And then you go and you watch Star Trek Six. You're like, oh, that's 10 forward and that's this. And okay, I can kind of see where things are kind of laid out. Um, but he was able to make it look high budget using all of the next generation stuff. So um, and it's all thanks to William Shatner because he fucked up number five. <laughs> Did you see he's got a new movie coming out? No, it's called Senior Moment. Okay. And it's him and Christopher Lloyd. And like he gets his car taken away. Um, be- I, I think he was he gets the speeding ticket or something. And they're like, you're too old. You can't drive. And then like he's sitting on this younger chick. Like it, it's a really weird trailer. You should look it up. Hmm. But he's still churning out work at 90, man. He moves pretty well for a 90 year old too. Oh, does he? Yeah. I mean, if, so if you watch the trailer and you see how old Christopher Lloyd looks now, uh, huh. like, holy shit, man. Well, Christopher Lloyd is, is still acting. I mean, he's, he was on the Connors as the grandmother's boyfriend and he just did a Josh Gates special. You know, I wanted to see that and I can't find it anywhere. It's only on whatever the premium. Yeah, but I was, I Discovery. thought I could find it through like other channels and I can't. No, no. Cause I thought people would just like, you know, rip it and put it up. Yeah. Cause I always thought, you know, for as stupid as, as the shows that Josh Gates does, um, looking for Bigfoot and all that kind of shit. Mm-hmm. Like I always felt he was super entertaining like he was the reason to watch those shows, not for what they were actually like trying to figure out. He right. he was always entertaining and funny. And the, the trailer that I saw for that, that back to the future thing and you know, them searching for the actual cars I thought would be really fun, especially with Christopher Lloyd and Matt Gates or, or Josh, Gates. Josh Gates. Jesus Christ. Yeah, not Matt. Oh my God. Can you imagine if it was Matt Gates? <laughs> <laughs> who thinks they're looking for a real time traveling DeLorean uh, so we can go back in time to, to date younger women. Yes. Uh, so yeah. Um, Josh Gates. So like, I thought that would be really fun and then, yeah, I can't find it anywhere. Yeah. And I don't want to pay for discovery plus or whatever it's called. Yes. It's discovery plus. 
Well, there's a seven-day free trial. Oh, well, there you go. Maybe I could binge it all. Oh, it's only four episodes. Is it? Okay. Yeah. And I don't imagine they're, they're long episodes. Why is it saying, why is my thing saying I'm not in the U.S.? You on your VPN? I am, but I'm supposed to be, I, I have a, a U.S. IP. Oh. That's weird. I don't understand this this VPN sometimes because there are times when I'm on like YouTube and um I go to the front page and like in the corner it's like YouTube RZ or something and I'm like what the fuck is that? What and is RZ? I think it's Russia. No, that's RU. Or is it RU? Maybe that's what I'm Well, thinking. I don't know. I mean, maybe they've exhausted their bandwidth and there's a new or it's it's got weird shit like that. There's one that's like AE, which I, I'm assuming is Arab Emirates. But it'll say that shit oh, sometimes. Yeah, stay away from that one. And, well, it says that shit sometimes, and I'm like, but I'm supposed to have a U.S. IP address, right? So I I'm not sure. Hmm. Well, I wanted to find out what the cost of Dis or Discovery Plus was, but it is well, ninety five. No. Oh, it's five bucks a month. Huh. Wait, subs can sell out, shell out six. Oh, so it's four ninety nine if you want ads. It's six ninety nine if you want an ad free version. Why do they do that? That's that's bullshit. The reason you're paying for it is to not have yeah ads. Yep. Motherfuckers. God damn them. All right, so apparently Discovery Plus is HGTV, Food Network, TLC, ID, Discovery. That's all mostly shit that I wouldn't watch anyway. Yeah. Which is how I ended up on fucking AMC Plus, because, like, the alternative was going back to, um, like, one of those, like, streaming services where they give you a bunch of channels, and it was like, but I'm not going to watch any of that. Like the only thing that we're going to watch is AMC. So why pay 20 bucks when I can pay like nine or 10 or whatever the fuck it is. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Ooh, you can watch reruns of Jesse James monster garage. Uh, pass. <laughs> <laughs> How about Amy Schumer learns to cook? Uh, I've seen clips of that. Yeah. Yeah. How about Dr. Pimple Popper? This is it. No. No? The, those shows are gross. <laughs> those shows are gross. I had enough trouble watching Nip Tuck. <laughs> but these reality shows where they show growths and crap. Mm, yummy. No, thank you. You always have to watch it while you're eating. That's the rules. <laughs> okay, so now I've changed my... IP address again. Will it take me to the right place? No. Streaming access is available only when you're located in the US. What the fuck? VPN? Hmm. Now I gotta figure this shit out. What a weird fucking thing. 
Technology, man. Yeah. It's supposed to like keep you safe, but is there really any is there really any such thing as safe? Um no. Is there any real such thing as privacy? Absolutely not. Did you check to see if your name was on the list of the the leak for Facebook? Uh no, I didn't. No? Should I? Are you? I don't know. I don't know if you can. Let me see. Leak check. Leak check. Was my Facebook data leaked? How to tell? Uh, a third-party website. Have I been pwned? Let's see. What webs? What what address did I use for that? Is the question. Pwned? Let's see. Oh no! I've been pwned, apparently. In four data breaches. Oh, my phone number is safe. <laughs> so, so the breaches that I I have been in is apparently Animal Jam, whatever the fuck that is. <laughs> That's probably some online video game you paid for for the kid. It probably. Uh, my Fitness Pal from Under Armour, Pluto TV, and Roll Twenty. Which is a tabletop role-playing game. So, all right. Well, that's not super bad, I guess. Let's see if my phone number... Oh, no. My phone number's fine. What about my, my other web address? This will be the one that's like... Everything... Oh, three. Adobe... Yes. What the fuck, man? I have been pwned in 22 data breaches. 22? Yep. Holy shit. Adobe 500px. Well, you know, somebody keeps trying to hack into my Yahoo account. (laughs) Because I'll be online and I'll get the, 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 uh, what's it called? second generation oh, verification the, thing. Yeah. Two step. Two step verification. Yeah. And also it's like, are you trying to sign in from, you know, Firefox? It's like, no. <laughs> <laughs> and sometimes I'll like get up in the morning and there'll be like one of those on the phone. It's like, what the fuck? Mm, Jesus. Oh, LinkedIn had one. Huh? My heritage have one. Yeah. I'm on there too. Well, but there's there's one called You've Been Scraped. <laughs> oh, ouch. Yeah. You've Been Scraped. Oh, for Firefox? I mean, oh, is that what it is? Yeah. I guess it'll it'll tell you when shit pops up. Oh. But apparently, on October 5th, 2018, You've Been Scraped was breached. Once the breach was discovered and verified, it was added to our database. (laughs) (laughs) But, but what? Oh, okay. That, there's a plugin for that. Okay. Gotcha. 
dude, why do why do people feel like they need to breach that kind of shit? And you know what? If you're gonna breach somebody's ID, then fucking breach Mitch McConnell yeah. and send all of his money to a you know a, an unwed mother's farm or something. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, do some good with your shit. Do they have unwed mothers' farms? I don't know. They used to. Because I'm just having these weird like visions of like what that when they're means. out when they're out in the field like sheep grazing or like having to be milked every morning. Did you, did you see Mad Max Fury Road? No. No. Okay. Never mind. There's a scene where they are harvesting quote unquote mother's milk, and it is exactly what you think it is is it how it sounds it's it's a bunch of fat women topless sitting okay. around with these things stuck to their tits and oh like they're being pumped and like one of them one of the guys takes up a bottle of milk and drinks it and yeah so mm. so when you say unwed mother's form that's the vision that goes through my head uh, uh, apparently there is a non-profit farm for single moms <laughs> So, uh, yeah, it is a thing. Okay. Well, the shit that you learn on this show, man. It's crazy. <laughs> crazy shit. Uh, hey, kids. We can't go blueberry picking, but we're going to go to the, the Unwed <laughs> Mother's Farm. Come on. Uh, oh, man. And apparently it was a thing in the late 19th century. Oh. Where um, I guess they put kids in the field. Oh, is that how that worked? I'm trying to I'm trying to decipher what this is all about. So back in the day, you got pregnant. You had nowhere to go. This farm took you in. Yeah, I guess. And you worked for, you know, room and board. And then they put your kids to work. Yeah. Would you say the late 19th century? Yeah. Huh. Okay. I mean, that really was a time when there was no such thing as unemployment. Well, no. You just survived. Like, it's a very weird thing to think that, like, unemployment is a fairly new thing. So if you want to go... Go I'm not really getting a clear picture of what these baby farms are all about. (laughs) Okay. Well, just rows of kids buried up to their necks with a stalk on their head. <laughs> this one done yet? Nope. Well, it's nice to know that I haven't okay. been breached in any of the larger breaches. Oh, did you find okay. something? Yes. 
For a modest fee, women in need could arrange for their newborn babies to be cared and educated with no awkward questions being asked. Pregnant women could conceal their pregnancies by appearing to take a rest holiday in a country settling far from home. After giving birth, they could re recover and return to their normal lives with nobody being the wiser while their infants were left in the baby, in the baby farmer's care. So it's an orphanage. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Well, that's fucked up. Yeah. Mothers either made a lump sum payment or else arranged regular payments of a few shillings per week. While many baby farmers promise to find a good home for their charges, whether through formal adoption or foster care, actual follow-up was rare. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, no wonder the world's so fucked up. Yeah. That's messed up. <laughs> oh, well. You got anything else for this week? Uh, no. no. Nope. All right. Well, if you want to get in touch with us, you can always send us an email at info at .com. You can follow us on Twitter, Facebook, YouTube. Let us know you're listening. So until next week, this is Chris. This is John. Have a good week. Go get your shot. <laughs> <laughs>